Good morning. Welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a podcast where we read through the Bible every year. And we base our reading schedule on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna, and I'm your reader today. Today is Thursday, the 12th of January, and it is the 19th of Tevet on the Hebrew calendar. This week, our portion from the Torah, our parasha, is called Shemot, which means names. And today we're going to start with Exodus 3.16 through 4.17. Some of you may wonder how we divide up the sections from the Torah portions. The Torah portion, each one of the parashot, as they are called in Hebrew, are divided into seven aliyot, seven sections. And on Shabbat, all seven of them are read in all the synagogues across the world. And since there are seven sections, we do one a day throughout the week. So this is... um, Therefore, the fifth Aliyah, as it is the fifth day of the week. And that is, as I said, 316 through 417. All right, enough of that. Um, Before we get into our reading, let's take a moment to bless God and thank Him for His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel, and to all peoples, through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Go and gather the elders of Israel together, and tell them, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, of Yitzchak, and of Yaakov, has appeared to me, saying, I have surely visited you, and seen that which is done to you in Egypt. I have said, I will bring you up, out of the affliction of Egypt, to the land of the Canaanite, the Hittite, the Amorite, the Perizzite, the Hivite, and the Jebusite, to a land flowing with milk and honey. They will listen to your voice. You shall come, you and the elders of Israel, to the king of Egypt, and you shall tell him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has met with us. Now please let us go three days' journey into the wilderness, that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God. I know that the king of Egypt will not give you permission to go, no, not by a mighty hand. I will reach out my hand and strike Egypt with all my wonders which I will do among them, and after that he will let you go. I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, and it will happen that when you go, you shall not go empty-handed. But every woman shall ask of her neighbor and of her who visits her house jewels of silver, jewels of gold, and clothing, and you shall put them on your sons and daughters, so you shall plunder the Egyptians. Moshe answered, But behold, They will not believe me nor listen to my voice. For they will say, The Lord has not appeared to you. The Lord said to him, What is that in your hand? He said, A staff. And he said, Throw it on the ground. 
He threw it on the ground, and it became a snake. And Moshe ran away from it. But the Lord said to Moshe, Stretch out your hand and take it by the tail. He stretched out his hand and took hold of it, and it became a staff in his hand. This is so that they may believe that the Lord, the God of their fathers, the God of Avraham, the God of Yitzchak, and the God of Yaakov, has appeared to you. The Lord said furthermore to him, Now put your hand inside your cloak. He put his hand inside his cloak, and when he took it out, behold, his hand had sarat, as white as snow. He said, Put your hand inside your cloak again. He put his hand inside his cloak again, and when he took it out of his cloak, behold, it had turned again as his other flesh. It will happen, if they will not believe you, or listen to the voice of the first sign, that they will believe the voice of the latter sign. It will happen if they will not believe even these two signs, or listen to your voice, that you shall take of the water of the Nile, and pour it on the dry land. The water which you take out of the Nile will become blood on the dry land. Moshe said to the Lord, O Lord, I am not eloquent, neither before now, nor since you have spoken to your servant, for I am slow of speech and of a slow tongue. So the Lord said to him, Who made man's mouth, or who made makes one mute, or deaf, or seeing, or blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now therefore go, and I will be with your mouth, and teach you what you shall speak. Moshe said, O Lord, please send someone else. Then the anger of the Lord burned against Moshe, and he said, What about Aaron, your brother, the Levite? I know that he can speak well. Also, behold, he is coming out to meet you. When he sees you, he will be glad in his heart. You shall speak to him and put the words in his mouth. I will be with your mouth and with his mouth and will teach you what you shall do. So he will be your spokesman to the people. It will happen that he will be to you a mouth, and you will be to him as God. You shall take this staff in your hand, which you shall do, with which you shall do the signs. That was Exodus three sixteen through four seventeen. Today our portion from the prophets is Second Samuel or Shmuel Bet twenty four. Again, the anger of the Lord burned against Israel, and he moved David against them to say, Go, count Israel and Yehudah. The king said to Yoav, the captain of the army who was with him, Now go back and forth throughout all the tribes of Israel, from Dan even to Beersheba, and count the people, that I may know the sum of the people. Yoav said to the king, now may the Lord your God add to the people, however many they may be, one hundred times, and may the eyes of my Lord the King see it. But why does my Lord the King delight in this thing? 
The king's word, however, prevailed against Joab and against the captains of the army. So Joab and the captains of the army went out from the presence of the king to count the people of Israel. They passed over the Yarden and camped in Aruel, on the right side of the city that is in the middle of the valley of God, and to Yatzel. Then they came to Gilad and to the land of Tahtim Hochi, and they came to Danya'an and around Sidon, and came to the stronghold of Tzul and to all the cities of the Hivites and of the Canaanites, and they went out to the south of Yehuda at Be'er Sheva. So when they had gone back and forth through all the land, they came to Yerushalayim at the end of nine months and twenty days. Yoav gave up the sum of the counting of the people to the king, and they were in Israel eight hundred thousand valiant men who drew the sword, and the men of Yehuda were five hundred thousand men. David's heart struck him after he had counted the people, and David said to the Lord, I have sinned greatly in that which I have done, but now, Lord, put away, I beg you, the iniquity of your servant, for I have done very foolishly. When David rose up in the morning, the word of the Lord came to the prophet God, David's seer, saying, Go and speak to David. This is what the Lord says. I am offering you three things. Choose one of them, that I may do it to you. So God came to David and told him and said to him, Shall seven years of famine come to you in your land? Or will you flee three months before your foes while they pursue you? Or shall there be three days pestilence in your land? Now answer, and consider what answer I shall return to him who sent me. Then David said to God, I am in distress. Let us now fall into the hand of the Lord, for his mercies are great. But let me not fall into man's hand. So the Lord sent a pestilence on Israel from the morning until the appointed time, and seventy thousand men died of the people from Dan even to Beersheba. When the angel stretched out his hand toward Jerusalem to destroy it, the Lord relented of the disaster and said to the angel who destroyed the people, It is enough. Now withdraw your hand. And the angel of the Lord was by the threshing floor of Arauna the Jebusite. Then David spoke to the Lord when he saw the angel who struck the people and said, Behold, I have sinned, and I have transgressed. With these sheep, what have they done? Please, let your hand be against me and against my father's house. And God came that day to David and said to him, Go up, build an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor of Arauna the Jebusite. David went up according to the saying of God, as the Lord commanded. And Aravna looked out and saw the king and his servants coming on toward him. Then Aravna went out and bowed himself before the king with his face to the ground. And Aravna said, Why 
has my lord the king come to his servant? David said, To buy your threshing floor, to build an altar to the Lord, that the plague may be stopped from afflicting the people. Then Aravna said to David, Let my lord the king take and offer up what seems good to him. Behold, the cattle for the burnt offering, and the threshing instruments, and the yokes of the oxen for the wood. All this, O king, does Aravna give to the king. And Aravna said to the king, May the Lord your God accept you. The king said to Aravna, No, but I will most certainly buy it from you for a price. I will not offer burnt offerings to the Lord my God, which cost me nothing. So David bought the threshing floor and the oxen for fifty shekels of silver. And David built an altar to the Lord there, and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings. So the Lord was entreated for the land, and the plague was removed from Israel. That was Second Samuel, Shmuel Bet, 24. Today's portion from the writings is Psalms 99 and 100. The Lord reigns, let the peoples tremble. He sits enthroned above the Kuvim, let the earth shake. The Lord is great in Zion, he is high above all the peoples. Let them praise your great and awesome name. It is holy. The mighty king loves justice. You have established equity. You have executed justice and righteousness in Yaakov. Exalt the Lord our God. Worship at his footstool. He is holy. Moshe and Aaron were among his kohanim. Shmuel was among those who call on his name. They called on the Lord, and he answered them. He spoke to them in the pillar of cloud. They kept his testimonies, the statute that he gave them. You answered them, Lord our God. You are a God who forgave them. Although you took vengeance for their doings, exalt the Lord our God and worship at his holy hill, for the Lord our God is holy. A Psalm of Thanksgiving Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who has made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His loving kindness endures forever. His faithfulness to all generations. That was Psalm or Tehillim 99 and 100. Now we're going to finish by reading our portion from the Apostles, and today it is Luke 16. He also said to his disciples, There was a certain rich man who had a manager. An accusation was made to him that this man was wasting his possessions. And he called him and said to him, What is this that I hear about you? Give an accounting of your management, for you can no longer be manager. Then the manager said within himself, What will I do, 
seeing that my lord is taking away the management position from me. I do not have strength to dig. I am too ashamed to beg. I know that I I know what I will do so that when I am removed from management, they may receive me into their houses. And calling each one of his lord's debtors to him, he said to the first, How much do you owe my lord? And he said, A hundred batos of oil. He said to him, Take your bill and sit down quickly and write fifty. Then he said to another, How much do you owe? So he said, A hundred cores of wheat. And he said to him, Take your bill and write eighty. So his lord commended the dishonest manager because he had done wisely. For the children of this world are in their own generation wiser than the children of the light. And I tell you, make for yourselves friends by means of unrighteous mammon, so that when you fail, they may receive you into eternal tents. He who is faithful in a very little is faithful also in much, and he who is dishonest in a very little is also dishonest in much. If therefore you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust the true riches? And if you have not been faithful in that which is another's, who will give you that which is your own? No servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to one and despise the other. You are not able to serve God and mammon. Now the Pharisees, who were lovers of money, also heard these things, and they scoffed at him. And he said to them, You are those who justify yourselves in the sight of men, but God knows your hearts, for that which is exalted among men is an abomination in the sight of God. The Torah and the prophets were until Yohanan. Since that time, the good news of the kingdom of God is preached, and everyone is forcing his way into it. But it is easier for heaven and earth for, to pass away than for one tiny stroke of a pen in the Torah to become void. Everyone who divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery, and he who marries one who is divorced from a husband commits adultery. Now there was a certain rich man, and he was clothed in purple and fine linen, living in luxury every day. And a certain beggar named Lazar was taken to his gate, full of sores and desiring to be fed with the crumbs that fell from the rich man's table. Yes, even the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died, and he was carried away by the angels to Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in Sheol he lifted up his eyes, being in torment, and saw Avraham far off, and Lazar at his bosom. Then he cried and said, Father Avraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazar, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water, and cool my tongue, for I am in anguish in this flame. But Avraham said, Son, 
Remember that you, in your lifetime, received your good things, and Lazare in the same way bad things. But here he is now comforted, and you are in anguish. Besides all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed, that those who want to pass from here to you are not able, and no one may cross over from there to us. Then he said, I ask you therefore, Father, that you would send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, that he may testify to them, so they will, also co- they will not also come into this place of torment. But Avraham said to him, They have Moshe and the prophets. Let them listen to them. And he said, No, Father Avraham, but if one goes to them from the dead, they will repent. But he said to him, If they do not listen to Moshe and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded if one rises from the dead. That was Luke 16, and it concludes today's readings. However, if you are reading through the Apostles twice in this year's reading cycle, you will be reading Galatians 6 today also. That's it from me. Thank you so much for listening. May you have a blessed day. This has been Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from the mountains of Judah in Israel. Until next time.